Quinn, in all confession, it took us a really long time to figure this out without you, but we did it. Welcome to My Fresh Coast, a podcast for young adults by the Calvary Young Adult Staff. We hope that this podcast is a tool that equips and encourages you to live out your faith in the areas that you live, work, and play. Join in on the conversation by shooting us your input and your questions to our email, and be sure to invite others in on the conversation by sharing this podcast with your friends, your family, and your roommates. Uh, We hope that you enjoy this week's episode of My Fresh Coast. My Fresh Coast. My name is Quinn Santa Ana. Just kidding. Quinn is out today. He's in Texas. My name is Mark Scop, and I am joined with Dan Kavanaugh and Abby Nunkey. And we are here for My Fresh Coast, another episode. And today, before we get into the topic, we would love to uh, just ask some random questions of our team here. Mm. You get, it helps you mm. get to know us a little better. And so, yeah, a little fun trivia here. Abby, shoot. Oh, so this is a good one. So, Dan, we're going to ask you first. Oh, I have to go first. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, would you rather kiss a random stranger on the mouth or use a family member's toothbrush? And it can't be like Carrie's toothbrush. Like, it has to be, or Aaron's. Not that he first uses all, a toothbrush. First of all, my three-month-old does not have teeth. But I don't know, we have mouth dental talk. insurance it's, for him. Yeah. So, hey, that's good. No, it's got to be like your mom or dad. Uh, Think about it like that. Sure. My mom or my father's toothbrush uh, or kiss a random person on the street. A random stranger on the mouth. Can't be like a friend. The- <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go toothbrush. Okay. I'm going to go toothbrush. Oh. Uh, I feel like it would be less offensive to carry. Yeah. I was just going to say, you know, being married, I think there's a less offensive way to do it. Like the toothbrush, even though it's disgusting and... There's awful. there's mouthwash that you can use afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's other. I, it would be less offensive to my wife. <laughs> I'm trying to honor her uh, as much as I would rather just be like that's disgusting. Uh, honoring her is, I think, better. Yeah, you didn't grow up with me though. Uh, if my dad ever like ticked me off, I would take his toothbrush and scrub it in the toilet. Oh <laughs> wow, dang, that is rough. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna yeah. start locking up my toothbrush. That yeah. is awful. I used to be a little bit of a rebel, a little rebel. handful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that would change your. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mark. Yes. Oh, that one's not as a fun one. Let me refresh it one more time. Okay. This is a good one. Cause I feel like you've kind of done something like this. Would you rather give up social media or Netflix? Oh, um, uh, that's a good question. I would probably say Netflix at this point. Um, just because I Netflix is overpriced and I know I they're like upping their prices. They keep upping their prices and they there's nothing that I'm like, ooh, Netflix show, they got rid of the office. They I mean, so what is it what's on Netflix? Net- Junk. Yeah, wow. they also got Junk. rid of Parks and Rec. Yeah, I mean, yeah, who cares? I should probably oh. cancel Netflix. <laughs> uh, I know. That's New what it's gonna says. be the next to go. Wow. There you go. I so. mean, at the end of the day, if it were so, I think if the categories were shifted, if it was streaming like TV streaming, ah, okay, or social media, that might be a harder yes. But Netflix by itself, you know? Netflix by itself, yeah, get rid of it. Okay, this one's mine. Would you rather have a job where you sit all day or a job where you stand all day? Well, I don't think so. I could. At at thirty two weeks pregnant, Abby, <laughs> what would you rather have? 
both are torturous. If I stand <laughs> for too long, it just hurts. And if I sit for too long, I get uncomfortable. Um, I do think I would probably choose a job where I stand all day, though. Really? Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. Maybe, I, like, if, this season aside, I just feel like As soon as we get back to the office, I'm going to take like, away your chair. Yeah. See what happens. Well, I know, but, like, pregnancy <laughs> aside, I feel like sitting is, like, oh, at a cubicle behind a computer. But if you're standing, then it's, like, most likely, like, I think, like, adventure or, like. Yeah, that factory eight-hour, ten-hour shift where you're doing the same monotonous task over and over and That's over. not what I was thinking. Like, I had a job where I stood all day, and we did zip lines and. Sure, sure. All the fun things. So, Great. joke's on you. Hey, you got to make it. I mean, but you could sit all day and be a race car driver. Right? I mean, oh, I guess knows? that's a good point. Yeah. Hey. Huh. Anyways, wow. uh, get to know us a little, a little bit over there. A little bit about with us. Some of these random questions. Uh, today, our topic is um, maybe we answered these questions based on what we felt people in the room might approve of or not, because we're talking about people pleasing today. Mm. Um, and the topic of people pleasing, how do we tend to, how do we, uh, wh- what do we think about it really? Ultimately, what's the definition of people pleasing? And so, um, just to start it off, we want to kind of give a few of those definitions so we know what we're kind of phrasing it as and talking about. Uh, what would we say is is people-pleasing? I feel like it's tricky. I don't know. My first like thought is I think we tend to excuse people-pleasing for like not being sinful, even though it really is. Like I think, oh, I'm just doing a nice thing for somebody or um, I'm putting other people first or – you know, to the expense of myself, which, I mean, I think there is a balance. Like, I think we were kind of talking about it before. Like, the Lord calls us to love our neighbor, Mm -hmm. calls us to love the stranger on the street. You know, you're going to do things that put other people, like, first. Mm. But it feels like to an extreme, maybe, like, where you're falling off that, like, delicate balance where, um, I don't know, people come first and God comes second then, maybe, or... I don't know. Those are my first thoughts. Yeah, I I think that uh, a lot of times we can excuse people-pleasing as this, it's this Christianese kind of, you know, uh, acceptable sin. And so if we're looking at this context uh, of people-pleasing through the lens of uh, becoming an unhealthy relationship with uh, putting people's opinions, thoughts, uh, their desires, and even uh, trying to be... To, to even maybe fit in with them. If we're putting that above how God views us and what God desires us, uh, that is the, in my mind, the, the people-pleasing that we're, we're trying to hone in on. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, it becomes really easily, very quickly to become uh, a sin issue, a sin habit. Uh, and a lot of times it, it is as simple as a self-check to recognize, okay, I have this tendency What are some rhythms that I can place in my life so that uh, I just have to do a mental check every time that this could potentially lean into or fall into that category of people pleasing Mm -hmm. so that I can uh, not let this compromise uh, what the Lord is actually asking me. And so in that in that kind of comparison here, as we talk about people pleasing, what would be the I mean, how do we differentiate people pleasing from just being a servant like Christ asks us to be right. Like, I mean, Jesus gets down and he washes the disciples' feet, and he does the. He says the first will be last, and last will be first. Like, how do we compare those two things and differentiate between, hey, I'm I'm just being a servant, and hey, I'm I'm people pleasing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. even like a little bit of what I heard you say, I'm like, oh, I do things like that. Like, I want to, like, put people first to the 
almost to the, maybe the wrong word, but the detriment, the detriment of myself. Like, you know, I want to consider other people's opinions before myself. And so it's hard. Like, am I being a servant or am mm-hmm. I just be a big old people pleaser? Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is probably that. <laughs> I, I would, I would say it's probably, it, it becomes the issue when uh, your, your motive behind a lot of uh, what the, those things become. Uh, we do things a lot of times in response to, in, in this category, in this case, I think people pleasing uh, out of fear, out of uh, desire for people just to like us. It's an image issue. It comes down to uh, a fundamental image issue. How does the Lord view me versus how do people view me? And so uh, Christ knew his place. Christ knew uh, what his role and his task was. And so in doing uh, things that were truly serving others, he, he wasn't concerned with how, how God was viewing him uh, over how how the disciples or these other people were viewing him. He knew that he was responsible first and foremost to God the Father. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. in serving people, his identity was fully and foremost in who God had already ordained him to be. We have to live into our uh, our lives the way that God first and foremost views us uh, so that as we serve people, we're not losing that identity that mm. we we have to f- first and foremost be responsible to him and how he's viewing us because he's already called us child. He's already adopted us. If we've placed our faith and hope in Jesus, mm. he's adopted us as child. He's, we were brought into the family. We now have this new identity. And so as we serve one another, we just it's a mental check of, is this out of selfish motive? Is this because I, I fear how people will view me or I desire people to see me in a better light? Well, if I wash people's feet, if I serve them uh, dinner, if I do something really nice for them, they're going to love me more. Am I seeking that attention? Am I seeking something? And it, it, it might be as subtle as uh, I just, I want them to think that, you know, I'm in a better position than I am. Maybe I have more money than I do. Maybe uh, th- th- if I wear these clothes, they'll accept me into their, their group. Or if I do these uh, actions, that they'll appreciate me um, in, a, in a better way. When in reality, uh, that relationship is now based on a, a false mm-hmm. facade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, you know, as we, as we think about the difference between a servant and somebody who's pleasing man it, i mean paul addresses that specifically in galatians 1 10 he says am i now trying to win approval of human beings or of god or am i trying to please people if i were still trying to please people i would not be a servant of christ and i think it is that checklist of there are times where we're asked to do things and we should sacrifice and we should lay down what we want and we should say this isn't about me and i need to step out of my comfort zone here and serve people but there are other times where we need to say, and and maybe it might be a really good thing that you've been asked to do, but you might say, you know what, my motivation in, in doing this is so that I can get the praise, that mm-hmm. I can get the accolades of being a hard worker, or I can be the person who mm-hmm. stayed the latest, or I can be the person who um, people look at and say, oh, wow, they're really doing the work of the ministry, um, and I'm not doing it for the Lord, right? Like we, we see... Uh, the, the story of Mary and Martha, where one just sits at Jesus' feet and one does all the work and then complains and says like, oh, look at all the work I'm doing. And Jesus is like, yeah, but you're not the one who's doing the right thing right here. 
mm-hmm. right? And so it, it depends on how we try to, how, how, in which way we seek to serve, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in which way our heart is bent towards service or towards, towards others and people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's really kind of at, at a big kind of mm-hmm. crossroads for us when it comes to people pleasing. Um, what are some ways, you know, maybe in your own life that you've struggled with it, saying yes or saying no to different people? Like, uh, what, it, what, it, what is that tension maybe inside of you that, that leans you towards people pleasing and maybe saying yes when you know you should say no or what, it, what, what's it, what is that inside of you? Oh, so as I've already confessed, I think I'm, I think I'm a pretty big people pleaser. Like I think part of it is I want people to like me and I want to be accepted, which mm-hmm. ultimately like goes down to a fear of rejection. And so, um, that's a hard way to live your life. I think when you hold the fear, kind of like you were talking with the fear of man above the fear of God, because mm-hmm. you're constantly like, I don't know, like your mind or your like your time or like, I don't know, the way you think, like it's constantly like, oh, did I make a right impression or did I do this right? Or in like in doing this, I don't know. And it's just a hard way to live. But I think when the roles are flip-flopped and you make God like, okay, like I am ultimately, like I'm doing what God's called me to do, then... I don't know. There's a lot more peace and contentment. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Just a pitfall I fall into. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's interesting. Uh, in Philippians 2, uh, it says, adopt the same attitude as that of Christ. And so I think first and mm-hmm. foremost, we have to recognize that uh, it's a mindset shift. There's something in which we have to uh, truly um, put on the mind of Christ and become not just more like him, uh, in the best sense of the Christian idea, but truly in every situation and every season and every uh, action that we have, uh, in this, the same way you used Mary and Martha, um, it, every situation is different. And so it's really easy um, to even in, in similar threads fall into the, the habit of, oh, I've, I know that this is a good thing and it's been good in the past, but I know for me, one of the pitfalls is that uh, what once was good might not be good now. Mm-hmm. And so it's a constant check of just because I've always said yes to this, just because I've always done this or that. Uh, and it, it might have been something that the Lord asked me to do in the past mm-hmm. uh, because it's a good thing for other people. And I originally it started out in a good way. Um, seasons change. Things happen in life. Uh, substantial changes uh, in relationships with people that you're surrounded by can honestly change the outcome of where does that line fall? And so I think that we, I know, my, like I said, myself even, I've found myself saying yes to certain things or doing certain things because I once always did that. And now it, it might not be as healthy because the the situation has changed. Mm-hmm. So mentally adopting that same attitude and asking in every situation in every moment, you know, what what is the actual root of this motive? Is this mm-hmm. is this something to to see a different outcome or is this something that will actually still be pleasing to the Lord? Yeah. I was in this quick thought, just something I find myself struggling with a lot like I'm like, "Okay, like how do I know? Like how do I know that my identity yeah. is found in like you know, pleasing people versus pleasing the Lord?" And I think a huge symptom of that is guilt. And so um, it's something my husband and I talk a lot about. But like when you are saying no to things or 
Um, I just think like specific situations, like let's say somebody asks you to serve and you know the Lord's not asking you to serve in this capacity or in this situation, so you choose to say no. Well, you shouldn't feel guilty for that because the Lord is asking you to something different or is specifically like, you know, whatever. But I think um, when you're trying to please people, guilt is like, oh, I feel so bad now. Like, I, you know, and so I really struggle with that. And I think that's a huge symptom of like something that you can tell of, you finding your identity in people versus the Lord. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think, I think sometimes it like, it seems, it'll seem very cliche, but I think if we use what we, <laughs> what we have at our disposal is to, uh, let me, let me actually go and pray about that. Let me seek the Lord on this. If I should be serving here or not, and not just saying it like, mm-hmm. Oh, well, I, I need to pray about that. I need to take a minute. I need to pray about that. But like actually saying like, I'm going to come before the Lord and I'm going to ask him, is this right? Is, is he giving me a check in my heart about this? Like, is this something that's just going to put me over the edge instead of just having that knee jerk reaction to, yeah, please people and say, oh yeah, sure. I'll do that. I'll take that on. Oh, I haven't, I haven't checked anything yet. Oh man, that's going to really put me out here. Oh, that's going to, that maybe put my yeah. friends out or my spouse out. Like, oh, I didn't even think about that, you know, but I really wanted to come through for that person, yeah. you know, um, especially if that person is a boss or if that person has authority over you or mm-hmm. it's somebody that you're really wanting to like kind of get in good with, it's easy to just say yes and then kind of figure it out later. Yeah. Um, but to say, hey, I- I'm going to pray about it and I'm, I'm going to take that up with the Lord and and then let me come back and give you an answer of what I'm hearing from the Lord, mm-hmm. right? Not just what I'm hearing in the moment of what my flesh wants, but what God is actually asking me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it really does become exactly what you said. The guilt is a lot less when mm-hmm. you feel very clear, this isn't what the Lord's calling me to do. Like, I don't have a problem saying no to you because it just, this isn't what God's asking me to do in this season. Um, and then there might be times where you're like, my, my knee jerk reaction was to say no, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like the Lord is prompting me to do this. Yeah. Like, and I need to be obedient here yeah. and I need to do this. Yeah. Even if I don't feel like I really want mm-hmm. to do this, you know? Sure. I, it's interesting because each circumstance is obviously different, but um, communication is obviously the, the thing that everything has to be founded on. And so one of the, the areas in which I think uh, just an encouragement and a challenge is uh, to be more vulnerable and real with the people that you, you might be engaging with. And so um, obviously there are circumstances in which hierarchy of, you know, maybe it is a job, maybe it is something where you, you can't push back in some of those areas, but mm-hmm. um in context with friends, maybe it's something that uh, you're just being asked to, you know, you're asked to do, hang out with, uh, you feel guilty about not spending time with or whatever that relationship, being honest and vulnerable and saying, you know, hey, I feel guilty. Um, and if, especially if they're, if they're actually kind of layering on some of that guilt, if they're doing something that's making you feel even uh, even the slightest bit guilty, being vulnerable and real and saying, you know, hey, I, I don't know if you're intending to do this, but like it, it, this hurts me because I, I do want to be for you. I do want to love you. But in this moment, in this season right now, uh, maybe I can't do X, Y, or Z thing uh, because I can't serve you and or that thing well mm-hmm. and still honor God. How much easier is it to, to be able to serve alongside of other people when, when we point out, like, I want to give this my all, but in this moment, I can't do that because I'm not pleasing Jesus first. I'm not pleasing the Lord first. Uh, and so if, if, if we're just honest with each other, I think that a lot of times that's going to go a lot further mm. yeah. in those moments, in those situations where you're being asked and, and there's a hierarchy of issues. That has to be more uh, 
you have to dance around that sometimes and you have to navigate that uh, differently. But the encouragement is that the Lord uh, sees your heart and he knows you and he knows what you're uh, truly after. Uh, and so it should be our hope and desire that we run just fully towards him uh, and serve him first and foremost. Yeah. So I guess I have a quick question. What are some sneaky ways that we people please? Because I think there's some outright, like we think, so when I hear people pleaser, I think two on the Enneagram, you know, people who can never say no, people who um, are always mm-hmm. in it or just the suck up, like, mm. sorry to link twos and suck ups. Like I just, I, <laughs> you know. Well, every two has just felt crushed. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I feel like I'm a two on the Enneagram. I, I toggle between <laughs> two and three. So I'm insulting myself here. But um, are there other ways that we can like sneakily people please that don't necessarily look like saying yes to everything or? Well, I think I think yeah, I was just going to actually kind of ask a similar question because I think there's some of the FOMO that happens in people pleasing, which if you don't know, fear of missing out FOMO, right? Like if I uh, say no to somebody and then I miss out on something then I feel guilty too, right? Like I feel extra guilty because I feel like, oh, I missed out on this great thing that I said no to and it was an opportunity and I know I needed to say no because I had something else scheduled or I had something else going on or whatever. And we start to we start to feel like just because I've missed out on something, now I'm not doing what I should, you know? And so I think that there's a, a tendency in that to even people please. I think there's a, a tendency in, um, you know, I kind of brought this up earlier, but like, you know, James five twelve says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Um, there, there can be a tendency even in people pleasing or, you know, trying to like letting your actual word be what it is. Um, and, and sometimes that will include missing out on things that you might want to do again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that that's people pleasing. I think that's, again, that's honoring to the Lord to, to stand to a commitment and to mm-hmm. be in it to the end and kind of say like, okay, like I'm doing something that, um, I know that I need to do, um, you know, and, and I think it can almost go both ways. That's a tricky one, but like, I think it's, there's a lot of ways where we can kind of sneakily say, oh, well, I'm just being a servant or I'm just doing this or I'm just doing that. And really at the end of the day, we, we have to check the heart because sometimes the heart can really be good in something, but you might still need to say no. Um, right. Like you, you might have a great heart, and I think it's learning how to say no to good things at times too. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's kind of a combination of, of all of that. Like there's, there's going to be good things that you have to say no to um, because you're going to maybe, you know, not see this as like, this is what God is calling me to. Like you have to be able to step back and say no. And otherwise you're going to kind of sneakily without even your own self recognizing it. Oh yeah. I'm saying yes. Just to, to kind of people please on the on the down low yeah i went through a season of that where i was this was like before i was married but then it's like in two bible studies and serving opportunities like they were all good things but you know sometimes lord asks you to give up good things you know and i think in a work context it's the same thing like you can be asked uh hey we've got this open promotion for you it's going to be great it's going to be this it's going to be that you're going to have to work a you know an extra probably 20 hours a week but oh maybe this actually isn't going to be the best thing for me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I'm going to get more money and I'm going to have a higher position, but mm-hmm. I have to look at my life at a whole. What has God called me to do? Um, and maybe it's not to make more money in this season. Maybe it's not to take a promotion. Maybe it's to turn that promotion down um, so that you can, you know, continue to do other things, like whatever that might be. 
there, there may be times that sneakily, it seems like the world would be pushing you like, of course, take the promotion, of course, take more money, of course, take like, okay, yeah, it comes with more hours, don't worry about it. Like, and it might be saying, no, this actually is something I need to step away from mm -hmm. and honor the Lord in this, in this commitment. Mm -hmm. And I think that can be really sneaky because who, like, I mean, literally, we'd ask the question, who in their right mind would walk away from more money, right? And a promotion and a better job, you know, like, well, maybe that's not what the Lord is asking you to do, right? Yeah. Mm. And so I think in this, in this kind of with this topic of people pleasing, I think it's, it's interesting around the church as we contemplate, you know, what it is to be a servant what it is to please people. But ultimately, I think we have to run back to what Scripture says uh, and, and what Paul encourages us in is how am I serving the Lord, right? What am I doing to work and to serve towards the Lord? Um, and so ultimately, we have to ask that question uh, over and over, and we have to kind of constantly be evaluating, like, what is my attitude? What is my heart towards the Lord? And so uh, hopefully this helps for anybody listening out there who maybe struggles with people pleasing. And uh, if you have questions about it or anything like that, or would like to talk with somebody, you can email us at myfreshcoast at gmail.com. That's myfreshcoast at gmail.com. And we would love to talk to you more about that. Um, yeah, next week, Quinn will be back on the mic. And uh, we're excited to see you. And thanks for listening. We'll see you guys later. See ya. Bye. Bye.